Welcome to what we've been. Welcome to what we binge. This is Raf. And this is Mike. And I was just asked if I saw this week's episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which uh, I suggested. I didn't. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we're going to talk about all first the first three episodes, right? So Yeah. So basically what happened last night was, um, so uh, my fiance is uh, away at a, at a wedding today and she's gone all day. So last night I decided to oblige her because we got into an argument about what to watch. Uh, we ended up watching Friends with Benefits with uh, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. So hmm. I lost that battle. And uh, <laughs> Isn't it weird that Natalie Portman had a similar movie with yep. Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, I was confused when uh, she put the movie on and it had Justin Timberlake. I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, oh yeah, this was the, the other one. Yeah, and then they turned out, thing is like, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher starred in very similar movies that came out at the same time. Yeah. And they ended up marrying each other. <laughs> like later on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, it, it's weird because I was like, well, well why don't, why did they just get the, the, uh, you know, what would become the actual pairing, you know, of, uh, of a couple, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, it's, um, it's interesting. Oh yeah. Last year, it's been a year already, right? Since they were in that Super Bowl ad or was that this year? Uh, I, th- I they think did it was the, last year. I can't remember. But I think may or may not have been my old agency, uh, VaynerMedia, that produced it. Oh, oh. Not sure. There's a, there's a counter. Was it me? Was it really the And I saw some shade. On. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, I mean the latest mcu tv show after our like what like six week stint on uh um wandavision Mm -hmm. is now uh you know talking to winter soldier which very different very different very different tone for one thing we have full length episodes it's uh yeah can't get away with just doing 20 minutes at a time yeah i kept expecting that like wait for more or like <laughs> or yeah. something but was that thing that came out at the end of every one division episode was like you know please stand by please stand by exactly so i was like i was is there gonna be a please stand by thing that <laughs> comes out at the end of each episode but wasn't the case so uh you know we we connect reconnect with uh sam and uh bucky and they have problems they, uh, you know, they have real life problems. They don't have money because, like, the Avengers don't really pay any money. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, um, I kind of wondered at one point if they got paid, if, like, the Avengers were actually considered a government agency or not, or if it was just, like, a free will project from uh, Tony Stark. Because yeah. it started off as the Avengers initiative from S.H.I.E.L.D., but yeah. it seemed like it just kind of spun off into its own thing. And yeah. Well, I mean, then S.H.I.E.L.D. was uh, was disbanded, I guess, after uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. So it was like, you know, and then I guess like Stark was just footing the bill all these years. And, uh, you know, he's gone. So uh, who's paying who, right? So, right. Uh, but then like, I, I think it's interesting. Like I had... I, like someone at work told me like, yeah, this is why the MCU is so different to the DCEU because like we actually see them have real 
people like real problems like you know getting alone shit and (laughs) going out with people like ptsd shit like that like when does batman actually have i think batman's ptsd and like uh, superman you know uh batman versus superman is him just like acting out against superman i guess i don't know i mean batman versus superman the whole point was during the whole man of steel fight uh bruce wayne saw his building topple and a bunch of people died mm-hmm. basically so he was like yeah the next time superman gets into a hissy fit like what are we gonna do and because he was old and grizzled he was just like fuck it like yeah. I'm, I'm gonna miss that version of uh batman like i'm looking forward to the robert pattinson version but i'm kind of gonna you said robert pattinson Bat- <laughs> Bat- <laughs> i've been trying to make that mainstream well, and good, now I've, I've managed well, to, good but... job good job yeah 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 <laughs> Took a while. Took a while. Took a few weeks. Does that? I think it's the wine. <laughs> <laughs> the Battinson, Mr. Battinson, you know, and uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, I thought it was uh, interesting. Like, um, I guess there there was like a big twist at the end of the first episode, but that didn't really have a big impact on the rest of the story. But I felt was a big twist is that like Bucky's friend, the old guy that he hangs hangs with. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gets. Uh, he goes like eaten and stuff with like has dinner with him like turns out that he's the dad of one of his victims when he was the winter soldier like which i thought was like a nice um you know i they tie a lot of like i've seen headlines online talking about how falcon and the winter soldier is like airing out the mcu's like dirty laundry just yeah. like because we see Isaiah, like the first like black Captain America. Oh yeah, I was and, surprised uh, that like yeah. they got into that like this early because I mean like they are bringing in the newer stories mm-hmm. of the MCU. But yeah, I re- I remember um like I, I guess like when I was a kid when I heard about that book Truth um well, it was a full, I, I forgot the full title but it was like Truth and it featured Isaiah Bradley as one of like mm-hmm. black Captain. America is because they used the super serum on him at uh, some point when they were trying to like test out new versions. Yeah. And um, I, I, I didn't think that they were going to like incorporate that. Like, I don't want to say so soon because we've been into the, into the MCU for like 10 years, but yeah, yeah I'm like, I was like, I guess so soon in the season, right? I mean, yeah. so soon in this TV show as yeah. they, they like right out of the gate, we're getting into the, the, right. the mud as it were, like, were you getting yeah. in there? Yeah, and um, it, it's you know uh, I I really like Falcon the Winter Soldier for different reasons that I liked WandaVision. Yeah. Like, there's less of a um, you know what is all this what what's all this about you know what's going on I don't know why we're in a TV show world, but like the, this is more about like really sort of like like a spy movie. It's it's really like intrigue intriguing and and. Uh, uh, I mean, if we had done a re- if we had recorded after the second episode came out, I would have come out with like a, a fan theory talking about yeah, the power broker is coming, and then the power broker was a thing in episode three. Oh, so yeah. like he's uh, power broker. like when they go to Madripoor. So it's mm-hmm. like you know, I think the first episode was like pretty slow. I'm there except for that huge like action scene where they're flying over Libya or something. Or is it they're over Algeria and they're about to go into Libya or something like and Sam has to catch this, um, uh, get this hostage, save this hostage from yeah. Batrock, who was like the French Canadian Algerian guy. 
from the beginning of uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. You know, like in case you get for all those guys, uh, all you people out there who don't speak French, uh, you know, Batrock has like a, the f- most freaking heavy Quebec accent I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know, we. <laughs> so it's the same guy that Captain America, like you know, destroyed. Uh, the beginning of of Captain America two, so uh, except he's flying and I guess that's uh, you know, I think it, this is the last time we'll ever see Bat Rock probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bat Rock, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when um when I was watching the uh, first episode and they had the whole scene where uh, Falcon was uh mm-hmm. was his actual name Sam when he Sam, was uh, when Sam he was, Wilson Sam Wilson. And he was trying to get, um, he was trying to get a loan. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like that whole scene would have been like the perfect precursor to Heroes for Hire. If yeah. They want to re-put Luke Cage and Iron Fist back into the MCU? It's yeah. uh, if, like uh, that entire problem could be like the lead into. They like, they might just move to Louisiana, you know, like <laughs> go <yeah>. to where <laughs> Sam Wilson's sister lives. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> go down there. It's like, well, you know. Can't get any business in, in New York, so <laughs> and they're in New Orleans. That also means Gambit. Yeah, Gambit. Gambit. It's gonna explode some shit with his fingers and playing cards. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you just missed <laughs> Mike's reaction to me saying that he's gonna explode some shit with his fingers. <laughs> this is why we do uh, an audio. This is why we're all audio people. Yeah, yeah it's like it's in clubhouse. What you just say? <laughs> not gonna catch <laughs> our faces. Say? not gonna catch our faces online anymore it's like what'd you you say yeah yeah that's that's uh yeah you know we tried it once not gonna work again um (laughs) anonymity well it's not an an, an, anonymity okay i just want to go right out of the gate i I started drinking before this i think you know nice and some wine right now we we might we might go back to tipsy spoilers or something like tipsy spoiler zone or something like that i don't know like i, I want to call it the spoiler zone uh, yeah i don't know like uh maybe i don't know I, I feel like that that's a gimmick that for some reason keeps working on on our podcast is that's just like like i mean thing I, is we, we, i drink because have, i like it but and, we tend to uh, have more listeners when we're uh well we're more relaxed, uh, quote unquote yeah i, I think well you know uh, you know, it's it's the weekend. It's nice to relax, talk yes. a little bit, have a drink. You know, and, and uh, you know, and then people who listen to this on Tuesday that or during the rest of the week, uh, they'll be like, "Hey, you know, like I'm stressed right now, but these guys are really, you know, uh, having fun and relaxing and shit." So you know, <laughs> let's let's relax and shit. I'm gonna say and shit all over this episode. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was not during thing. this episode all over this episode <laughs> that was the funny thing about friends with benefits like i didn't know it was rated r but like when you watch it it's like mm-hmm. the only reason it's rated r is because they say fucking shit like every swap yeah. yeah but it's like the most like fucking like sanitized like it's it's like nothing it should be pg-13 well, it's like, anyway um i mean it, it's like you know, I, I think the R rating for Snyder Cut was just like for a few scenes where some guy gets his get 
gets cut in half or something you're like okay you know that that's why the r rating's there yeah. like for most of the movie it doesn't really feel like you you need an r rating there but yeah. but uh you know talking about fucking winter soldier like the most like family friendly version of a murderous duo uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean superhero murderous duo but like you know you can tell that the people yeah. there the bad guys like they're, they're dead like you know when they're done with them like they get shot they get stabbed like one yeah. guy gets his face you know whatever punched uh, with they a metal arm fall into the camera <laughs> and they stay there yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah essentially there, there's no like oh he had a parachute all along it's like if some guy has a parachute like his parachute is going to get shredded by some like you know some yeah. sub machine gun fire or something and then like he's gone right so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is not like people who die in this actually die and uh yeah. I, i think that there are more stakes but but in this but i mean uh this is like the disney version of dying it's like they die and then you don't see any blood anymore yeah uh, but, but um yeah so i think well the first episode really set up what was going on and i think we should go on to the fake captain america john walker uh oh, man you know i wish i had some johnny walker that way i could make that joke like i'm drinking johnny walker while talking about john walker but i don't so whoever came up with that name when they were making the comics had to find the most maybe there was a johnny walker bottle around but they had to yeah, find yeah, the most like, like he almost drew a top hat on the guy shit, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> always gave him a cane no but but it's just um yeah so like apparently that actor can't remember what his name is but he auditioned for captain america Yeah. And oh, apparently they liked him, but they said that he what he didn't feel right as Captain America. And I saw this meme on Reddit yep. saying like, you know, wasn't cast because he didn't feel right for Captain America. Was cast because he seems like someone who doesn't feel right <laughs> as Captain America. <laughs> so, actually, no, I, I, yeah, I actually, I actually saw like a comment on YouTube that said that. So that was like perfect. Was perfect. Like, you're right. He does perfect casting. It's like He could, like, even if he did play somebody All-American and stuff, like, something still wouldn't see... Like, if Chris Evans, let's say he wasn't cast as Captain America and he was cast as John mm -hmm. Walker, it wouldn't fit because you would kind of forgive him for, like, how yeah. he is. Like, you need, yeah, the thing is, like, he feels yeah. too right to, to yeah. not be Captain America, right? Yeah. And uh, this guy... Um, I should probably uh, find his name, but... Wyatt Russell. That's Kurt yeah, Russell, Russell. And I think Goldie Hawn's son. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess, uh, what, uh, what's his name? Kurt Russell? Yeah. Kurt. Ego, the living planet. <laughs> <laughs> what, what if Ego is actually John Walker's real dad? <laughs> Dude, I actually didn't know until Falcon and the Winter Soldier when I was trying to figure out who White Russell was. I didn't know Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell were even like together. I thought yeah, it was just playing. I thought it was just yeah. for overboard, but I guess they ended up together. So. No, they, they ended up together. Um, but it, it's, it's uh, interesting how they, thing is, I think that the, they tried to build some sympathy. They're, they're trying to build our sympathy for John Walker at the beginning. because you see him like, he's got a friend, he's got a girlfriend, I guess. Uh, or, uh, you know, tells him like, Oh, you know, they chose you like, do your best, whatever. And then, uh, because obviously we'll feel like, oh, who's this guy who's replacing uh, Steve Rogers? 
and uh, we thought like Falcon was going to be the new Captain America, or, or you know, the, he was going to be the guy who wielded, who was going to wield the 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 shield of Captain America. But this other guy who comes out of nowhere. So I think he's at first it felt like you know, oh, we we get to know a little bit more. But I feel like there's there uh, he has a, a dark side uh, because he's like you know like well, if you don't want to work with me, get out of my way, you know, or something like that. that's what he says yeah. to, uh, um, you know, Bucky and Sam is like, well, you're not going to help me. Like, you know, just get the fuck out of my way. You know. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think, uh, but he seems like a smart guy. Like I feel like some of the bad, some of the villains that they have in, um, in the MCU movies, like except for Thanos and I mean, obvious exceptions like Thanos and Killmonger, right. they just don't feel like they're that smart. Yeah. And uh, this guy, I don't think he's like a full-on villain, but he's kind of villainy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he seems like smart, right? Even though he's not right. like, you know, the all-American, you know, he's like the, he's not the, the, the shiny, uh, you know, good, good guy like uh, Steve Rogers was. But um, yeah, uh, I think like he also has a friend like Hodgkins or Hoskins or Caramaroy. Hoskin, uh, are you talking about a uh, Battlestar? Yeah, yeah, Battlestar. That's his name. Okay. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was supposed to be as lame as it was. It's like they're bringing yeah. together the boys and the MCU, basically. It's yeah. weird because, like, when you have something like the boys or, you know, those kind of like, um, those kind of like parody superhero shows, it's like mm -hmm. Marvel and DC are getting to a point where they're kind of parodying themselves. Yeah, like they're they're pointing out the stuff like the, the topics that the boys would cover. They're starting to cover in actual superhero movies and TV shows. So yeah. it's like, how are like like what space does that leave for basically independent comics, or what space does that leave for like other adaptations outside of the universe? By the way, I am uh, starting this at the uh, at the same time. I'm going to watch uh, <laughs> episode, episode three. three in real time as I have watched. Uh, like we did for Snyder Cut. Like we did for Snyder Cut last week, where I watched yeah. like 10 years of fucking epilogue stuff on air. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that was like, long. <laughs> um, remind, like, you, you can tell me when, you watch, when you're watching this, but, but it's just like, is there, I remember there being some slow motion and yeah. now every time there's slow-mo, I keep thinking about how much slow-mo there was in the Snyder Cut. It's yeah. just like slow-mo has been ruined for me. Like <laughs> It's just now every time I, uh, I see slow, slow motion, I'm like, oh, Snyder Cut again. See, I but, feel like uh, I, I accepted it. And I enjoyed the Snyder Cut. I mean, don't yeah. – <laughs> <but still. laughs> And I feel like I just accepted it because, like, one, it's Zack Snyder and, accept, and like, we, we know that's part of his shtick. But two, like I yeah. split up watching the, the Snyder Cut over three days. So it felt like a nice slow burn. But if I watched mm -hmm. it all the way through, I would probably get like kind of pissed off. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I saw on. it in two days. I saw it in a couple of days because like in one day, I mean, also like, you know, uh, I started watching it during a weekday when I'm working. <laughs> so I like I yeah. watched a bit when I was having lunch and then <laughs> I watched it on, uh, over the weekend. But it's just like, yeah, a lot, a lot of uh, hours of of Snyderness, Snyderiness. <laughs> but but it's just uh, like uh, like the, the 
third episode of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I feel like is the first time where I feel like I'm in a different world. Because like the MCU, they've, they've always tried to make you, th- except for the space-based movies, yeah. uh, they always try to make you feel like, oh, this could be happening in our world. Right. And they try to make it look realistic. But like yeah. there's a whole part where they go to a kind of like lawless uh asian uh city in asia yeah and uh, called madripoor and that's the first time where i felt like oh this feels like different or like in another world kind of like wakanda i think wakanda gives you that Uh, okay oh this is another world wait when did they go to madripoor uh sometime in the middle of the like i guess the second half of the episode is when they're in madripoor Uh, and uh but like um you know the way they film it and the way like they're escorted in right they try to you know they're weaseling their way into madripoor yeah uh and you know they get escorted by these like really weird looking motorcycles with like some placards on top or something i don't know maybe they they block wi-fi i, I have no idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, like you know yeah. hot, you know wi-fi hotspots on wheel on yeah. wheels with a vpn connection or something but but <laughs> it's just uh, <laughs> you know get this uh great vpn like all the other fucking like youtubers out there yeah. <laughs> it's like, worried about so cyber security when the government is trying to track you <laughs> the government is trying joe biden knows what you're looking knows what porn you're looking at <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like uh um you know i i that was the the first time in these kind of movies uh, mcu movies where i was like oh this is another like because I'm sure there's probably someplace a bit like Madripoor in the real world, but not like, not a whole city with, you know, fucking like one guy who oversees everything. There might be some, some place in the middle of nowhere on an island or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, but it's still kind of plausible, but still fantastical in a way. Uh, but, okay. but it's just, uh, it's, it's, uh, I'm just going to refill. Sorry. I'm, no, that's all good. And like, um, so from the beginning of this episode, I'm realizing that uh, Baron mm. Zemo is basically yeah. like a Hannibal Lecter type at this point, where it's like this yeah. evil guy <laughs> that he, they have to go to help, basically. You know, it's mm-hmm. weird that the first thought I did, had wasn't even uh, a Hannibal Lecter. I just thought of, uh, have you seen Starskin Hutch, the version with uh, Owen Wilson and Ben Stiller? Uh, yes, I have. And they go to Will Ferrell and like, they're, they're trying to get information from him because he's a prisoner. And then Will Ferrell tells him to like, basically like dry hump each other for, for his- Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't remember Will Ferrell ever being in that movie. He's in it for literally <laughs> like two minutes. Like I actually for, I saw it like a few months ago. So I actually forgot he was in it until I saw that. And I was like, oh yeah, that's why they end up like riding each other like dragons or whatever the fuck happened. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I remember Vince Vaughn was in that movie, right? He doesn't he play the bad guy? Vince Vaughn, yeah. Vince yeah. Vaughn was with the with the seventies mustache. Yeah, yeah. And uh I think January Jones was in that movie. Was she? I think oh. so. Emma Frost was in there? Oh I think cool. she was a I think she was a cheerleader at some point. Oh yeah. They had like <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know why. Wait, hold on. Let's see who the other cheerleader was. I'm gonna like. You know who the other cheerleader was. Oh God! Oh, that's why you know this. Oh, 
Ralph, I you thought, know. I, thought you know better, is. I thought better of you. <laughs> I thought I thought you watched this movie for 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 you know expanding your horizons. And no, no, no. Other I, okay, I there saw was, it. There was I a didn't specific know. reason you remember this movie. <laughs> for for all you for all you people who don't know, the other cheerleader was Carmen Electra. Uh, who uh, t- teenage Raf uh, used to be very uh, interested in Carmen Electra. Okay, so. yeah, we, 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 you don't have to get guided through uh, what teenage Raf used to do with. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we're on this part of the Winter Soldier. <laughs> oh, there's a prison fight! Yay! All right. <laughs> prison break. Thing is, I was thinking of prison break. Like these guys thought of a prison break in like two minutes. How long did prison break the TV show actually take to break out of the prison? Exactly. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like these those guys break, were totally total losers man prison break i remember was like one of the original like binge shows like there were shows that were like that had a continuous storyline before but that was like one of those first shows alongside lost where like nothing really got solved until like 20 episodes later yeah like, yeah. like what what happened in those 20 episodes because i would see a few and then they would just be talking but it wouldn't really lead to anything no, uh, it seemed like it was an idea for a miniseries, and then like uh, they had to make it like into. They had episodes. to make it into a, like a twenty episode, like you know, yeah. four season, whatever. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like Lost. I feel like I would have gotten into Lost if it was like eight episodes a season, and you can make it whatever length you wanted. But because they had to stretch it like twenty episodes a season, like I remember watching a few episodes, and the whole episode was like, "Don't go in there." Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's that's all. They, <laughs> they just say, don't go in there for like an hour straight. And it's like, what are you talking about? Oh my god, I had to cop that. So I just want to make sure. Jeremy uh, Jones was in that movie. I'm not sure. I don't want to misrepresent the 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 cast of stars of 2004's uh starsky and hutch oh my god how did we get here (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah no idea dude i uh imdb is changing their uh user experience their ux and i'm getting lost Well, well imdb like they're changing who they are in general like they're based like I have you watched IMD TV, IMDb TV before? That's like yes, it, it's the free version of Amazon Prime. It's like the Pluto TV to yeah, Paramount yeah. Plus. It's like yeah, but it's on Amazon Prime. Like I I I watch it through Amazon yeah. actually on my TV. I just so, watch uh, IMDb mm-hmm. TV so I can watch Shit's Creek because turns out Shit's Creek is everywhere. Yeah, Shit's Creek is on net. Isn't it on Netflix? Or it used to be? No, Shit's Creek I think is still on Netflix. It's one of those shows that is like on every like there's a few shows that's on like every single streaming like service. Like Sister mm-hmm. Sister is one of them. I don't know why I keep thinking Sister Sister. Um there's another one. There's like a movie. There's like a few movies that are on like everything. I think I Am Legend was one of them, but it's like I think there's a few movies out there that like whoever is in charge of handling that movie at whatever distribution production company or whatever doesn't mm-hmm. really like it's not really about being like profitable anymore it's just making sure people know what this movie is 
Making sure yeah, people remember this show. You will remember Shit's Creek. You will remember it. But it, it's uh, oh, <laughs> it was way, a thing, or it is a thing. Speaking of remembering things, did you see the new uh, Space Jam Two trailer, aka yes, Ready Player One Two? <laughs> yes, I did. Like when they showed all the Warner Brothers characters together, I'm like, you're basically doing Ready Player One Two, and like they have like the Game of Thrones yeah, World yeah. Two, and they have like uh, another world. Well, it's like Ready Player One, except limited to the uh, Warner Brothers slash HBO, uh, you know, intellectual properties. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of what Ready Player One was, too. But they just yeah, kind of. Kind of yeah. yeah. But it was like all, you know, you had Halo, you got, you had all those video games. Uh, yeah. So, you know, there was like Mecha Godzilla that, you know, uh, is also a recent subject. So we have basically three... Warner Brothers Circle Jerk franchises. You have Space Jam, mm -hmm. you have Lego Movie, and you have Ready yeah. Player One. Yeah. So just Warner, it's like, at, like at this point, does Warner Brothers, does DC need a multiverse? They've already interacted with everybody and everything. So it's like, I don't know. But anyway, it, it, it feels like a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like, well, like I, saw the I, Iron I think Giant it's, again. I was like, it's hey. uh, you know, I, I think. You know, I'm happy that it's not just like a carbon copy of the original Space Jam, although it, it is kind of, right? So, uh, but uh, instead of it being like about the Looney Tunes asking Michael Jordan for help because otherwise they will be uh, in chains and uh, have to entertain like space tourists on yeah. Mars or something. Uh I guess, I mean, as far as the trailer goes, like it seems that LeBron gets sucked into this alternate sort of like multiverse of different, you know, Game of Thrones slash, you know, Looney Tunes, whatever. And Don yeah. Cheadle is there and wants to fuck with him. So, yeah. <laughs> so I like so. Don Cheadle when he gets to play comedy stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like uh, every time I see Don Cheadle, the first thing I think of is Rush Hour 2 still when uh, he owned the restaurant <laughs> and then he was like, talking with Jackie Chan. Yeah, oh man. I think that is probably my first memory of Don Cheadle is him and Rush R2. <laughs> yeah, Chris Tucker. Dom, dom, the biscuit. And it's like, fuck it. Yeah. By the way, uh, Baron Zemo, I, I'm watching Falcon Winter Soldier at the same time. Baron Zemo just made that speech about like the problem with super soldiers and putting them on pedestals. Yeah. And like yeah. he basically laid out the outline for like a, a Superman movie. Like that, mm -hmm. that's like the perfect setup for a Superman movie is you have to acknowledge that basically the reason things go to shit around him is because the world put him on a pedestal and that's why batman like wanted to basically that's yeah. part of why batman wanted to like you know feed, feed him anyway yeah. yeah well that's what that lady in congress wanted to talk about but then she got blown up with that jar of pee you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, yeah. grandma's peach tea <laughs> That part was weird. It's More a, like I, grandma's urine, but yeah. you know. I, it's like, I felt like what they were going for, but you're right. Like Zack Snyder needs some work on the more grounded aspects or the more like, you know, like stuff like that would have been handled well with like a thriller director and stuff. And Zack Snyder shines when he gets to, you know, bring gods and warriors together, Valhalla and yeah. Yeah, kind of shit. No. thing is i think his obsession with showing like you know thing is he's really good at showing all this grandiose like operatic 
amazing set pieces of like action scenes and everything but like when he gets into the weeds with that like floating you know sesame seed yeah. uh you know when um you know during that scene where the flash saves uh saves <laughs> saves, saves that that woman from that car crash where yeah. you know everything slows down and you just see like a slowed down slow-mo of a sesame seed that yeah. flew off the the burger bun and yeah. uh you know plus i mean that was fine but then that whole like urine like well you know like if i tell people that my urine is grandma's peachy they'll believe me that whole thing is is just like you know uh it is just weird you know yeah Okay. I know that. Yeah, they're they're trying to play, you know, Lex Luthor as being this weird, like Mark Zuckerberg type guy. But I'm sure Mark Zuckerberg doesn't just put like, you know, pee in a jar and says like it's grandma's peach tea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or does he? I don't know. Or but, does he? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I'm, look, I'm looking up uh, Shang Chi right now because I thought Magipore was like a way for them to bring in Shang Chi, and mm-hmm. uh, turns out that's like. That's not the connection between like this, like how in Avengers 2, they introduced Wakanda. That's how they brought it. Okay, Madripoor is not leading into Shang-Chi. Ah. Yeah. I, I keep trying to figure out how they're going to like, because before they introduce new heroes, they, they like in a previous TV show or movie, the MCU mm-hmm. will tend to, you know, tease a place or a character or something. They haven't really teased anything. No, that but Mike, don't to. don't think about it. That's not what they want you to do. You can't think about. But I have to. <laughs> By the way, Baron Zemo just made that that um line about like only an American would think like a fashion forward black man would be a pimp or something. Yeah, <laughs> you, that you know is true. You know what's weird? Like more and more, I'm wondering like how much, like from somebody who's spent a lot of time outside of America, like do you think mm-hmm. Americans spend too much time thinking the world like? revolves around their point of view or things or their perceptions or do you ever feel like america is trying to pull the world into their perceptions of things like i've always i've, I've felt like that for a while like there's this weird um pull. you know yeah um i the thing is like to to your first point uh yes, uh, <laughs> yes. there you go uh, <laughs> i thought i was looking for good job raf Yes, uh, but but thing is, it, it's I think uh, I don't know. I, I grew up outside of the U.S. and most of the time, whatever I learned was that people don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> and if you think that people give a shit about your feelings, uh, that is not true. And, <laughs> and I mean, it's probably a more cynical way of seeing the world. But uh, I think. Um, I think the, the the there's a trend in the U.S. of wanting to, um, you know, uh, there's a trend about people talking about how they feel about things, which for a European is a very strange thing to do. I think most people don't talk about how they feel. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's that's good. I don't know if that's good or that's or if that's bad, but yeah. th- there is less of an emphasis of like this is how I feel and that's how you should like you know uh change your behavior or something yeah it's more like you know most people don't give a shit so uh let's just try not to step on each other and that's sort of like 
a more uh, that I mean that's more similar to how I grew up it's sort of like you know most people don't really give a shit about how you feel and they will you know uh, uh, take advantage of uh, maybe uh, like something you said and make a joke out of it or something and just because you're offended it doesn't really make a difference because that's what they wanted to do anyway so it's sort of like you know um yeah like that german guy did not give a shit about me yeah you know like you know yeah did you want to tell that story (laughs) i I feel like i've told it a million times on this i'm not sure if you told it well i'm not sure if we recorded it that's one thing i want i'm wondering but (laughs) it was a story when i was like a freshman in college and it was my first time really like drink drinking like i drank a little bit before but college you know you got you got to start meeting people so you start kind of pushing your limits and i couldn't get past like my first few bottles of lukewarm beer and i was just having a conversation with some german guy and i just remember him looking me straight in the face and going what are you pussy <laughs> <laughs> You know, to this Top day, notch I, German I, accent right there. <laughs> to this day, I want to like figure out who that guy was. He was fucking hilarious. Like every European guy that has met me and like started off with an insult, I ended up friends with for like a few months. Like while well, I was yeah. Like, well, thing is, it's I, I think uh, Europeans tend to test the limits. Yeah. And then if you're essentially limitless, then it's it's sort of like. Hey, you know, everything, uh, if you're not offended by something like that, yeah, uh, it means that I guess you're, you're that you're already this much closer to being friends because I think, I mean, th- this also happens in the U S but I think friends, we always, uh, I mean, with, with my friends, uh, uh, back home, like we always bother each other, make jokes about each other, or, yeah. you know, we'll, will uh, pull each other's ears off you know it, it's just yeah. really a way of of showing affection that we can say let's say quote unquote hurtful things but they're not really hurtful because we know they're kidding yeah right? but, but it's weird because like literally at a human level oh do i recognize her no she's not from something i'm looking at the power broker now anyway like on a human level, that's how everybody is. And all, th- yeah. all through history, especially in places where, you know, people from different countries and cities and counties had to come together and make it work. There is all that, that's like what like literally everybody has done. It's like you get along by basically fucking with each other. And the thing yeah. is, it's still like that in America. But what makes America different is that I feel like Americans are like i feel like americans are getting more aware of their influence on the world at least on like a financial and like a media level mm-hmm. it's like it's like we don't want to suck the whole world into our bullshit i mean some people do but it's like the media is so out there and everybody and people are trying to copy it so much that like it's like it's like you it's like I don't know if it's out of narcissism or out of genuine kindness, but there is a weight on America's shoulders now. And I think mm. that's why there's an, this entire PC movement that only really happens in like a corporate setting, but still like there's this entire PC movement because I, I think more and more people are realizing the weight on our shoulders of yeah. America's influence. Well, you know, thing is, uh, oh, I wow, think- wine is hitting. 
continue <laughs> we're going deep right. today but yeah. but it's just uh i think I, I think you're right uh you know but but then you know america's influence in, in terms of the culture is more like you know a soft touch kind of thing yeah because i i still feel that um i mean in europe to say you know just i'll just focus on, on europe uh which i mean each country is different, right? But I think uh, they, uh, a lot of Europeans watch American movies, watch American TV shows. Like, yeah. you know, uh, I think most people watch more American TV shows than local TV shows, except maybe for, I don't know, the UK or, or because the UK has pretty good TV shows. But um, uh, not to say that any other countries don't have very good TV shows, but they tend to have less good TV shows yeah. <laughs> than the U.S. and 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 the U.K. But uh, it, it's also, um, you know, people still keep their individual, like I guess, like local culture. Even though uh, you know, I I think every country's history is different. And to sort of like take one country's history, like America's, and try to apply it to every other country might not be um, exactly the 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 correct. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm going deep yeah. today. <laughs> going deep. Hey, it matches. I'm watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. They're talking all this freaking political, philosophical stuff. I'm like kind of getting. This sounds like something about I could stuff. be on Joe Rogan. I'm I'm telling you. <laughs> Joe, have a song. Joe, hey, Joe. By the way, everybody get Fear some Fact nobodies in there. Get you know. <laughs> Fear Factor. There's an entire channel of it on Pluto TV. Like I remember when Joe Rogan used to talk on his podcast that like he was high every episode. Just mm -hmm. just just watch the Fear Factor channel on Pluto TV. It, he is so right. <laughs> he is gone right about any of that. Like I'm seeing it in a new light. And yeah, he talks like way slower. Even when he's supposed to be pumped up, he's kind of like not all the way there. <laughs> he's like, come on, man, you can do it. And he's just kind of like, <laughs> he's not, he's, 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 uh, come on, loud. man. I know you can do it. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a car dangling. Well, you know, uh, weed, uh, is legalized, has been legalized in, in uh, New York State. Lucky ass. I'm in Hawaii. Uh, why, why is it not legal? But I think that's all we're knowing. Thing is, they pass a law, right? But I don't know if it's actually legal now. Thing is, they, they have to build the infrastructure to you know regulate everything before they make it. Regulate what? You, know. you guys had weed trucks there for like the longest time, just driving around. Were they really weed, weed trucks? Were they? Were or they, Mike? They, had, <laughs> had weed they were just candy, driving. you know, laced with uh, cannabinoids or with you weed. know that that that's THC. <laughs> yeah, weed. But CBD, you know, you can get those CBD. like anti-anxiety like drops, right? So they yeah. don't have THC, but they have that other like CBD, I think it's called. Right. And uh, I guess I know, like when you go to New York, like back back in the day, you could walk in Times Square and there were these trucks with, you know, like weed and candy. Say, hey, do you want some candy? You know. <laughs> like, why is this lollipop twenty dollars? And then you buy yeah, it. It's like, oh, that's why. Okay. It's actually just a, you know, normal, you know, lollipop from like, what, what, what's that brand? Chupa Chups or Chupa Shups or whatever. Yeah. 
I know it's one. I can't remember the one that's like in every barbershop, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, hey, you Boy, know, this will get you high, and I'm like, well, I got a sugar high, but <laughs> <laughs> don't know about anything else. Uh, all right, back to Winter Soldier. I'm currently yeah. on the part where yeah. Sharon Carter. I don't know. We should edit this. Like, <laughs> nah, <laughs> we went we're really keeping, off topic. No, nah, we're keeping this all in. <laughs> I think it's Mike has final say. He's the editor, so <laughs> kind of. But like, I, I don't know. I can still protest, but then he sends them to me like too late to make any changes. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, it's like, like dirt is raf. Take it. You know. <laughs> Okay. Oh, okay. This is for our past listeners. We're gonna we're gonna do something special for the past listeners. We're gonna have a section where mm-hmm. is there anything from the past episodes where you regret it or you feel like should have been cut out or honestly. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't remember because we've we've <laughs> we've we've, we've uh, we're on our forty second episode. Wow. Wow. Forty third. We're in the forties. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's been a year plus, two years, year and a half. Yeah, we've been having this podcast for like a long time. A long know. time for us, for us young people. <laughs> oh, two years feels long. I mean, 2020 yeah, two years like was, yeah five yeah. years in a year. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like it's time to, you know, uh, I was like, it's not long enough. It's not time to sunset our our magnificent podcast. We should probably rebrand it at some point. I'm not sure, but I mean, like, if you looked at our past episodes, like episodes like this, I noticed the one thing about our podcast is the ones that have the best flow tend to do well. It, it really doesn't matter the subject. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. if you go off topic or stay on topic. Like the ones that have the nicest, like, or yeah. if we're drunk yeah. or not. The nicest. The only times I think, you know, uh, I think for me, a big turning point in our podcast was when we did that Eurovision episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For me. I I genuinely enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, Red You're Not was really great. Yeah. Uh, But, but it's like, uh, you know, uh, talking about Winter Soldier, <laughs> yeah. Well, right now, Baron Zemo just put on his purple mask for the first time. Yeah, I think turns out he gets it just because he's actually he's a badass. He's actually a badass. Yeah, a little bit. The entire story of his purple signature mask is he saw it in a car and went, "Fuck it." There's no. Yeah. It's not like Scarlet Witch. She got her costume by like this whole earning it, and I I embrace who I am. Baron Zemo mm-hmm. was like, ah, fuck it. This is a nice mask. And that's it. <laughs> Baron Zemo was like, oh, well, I left it there like 10 years ago. I guess I'll wear it again, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, I, I think thing is like, I like how we're getting more into the comic bookiness of all the MCU characters. It's just, you know, Zemo is actually a Baron. It's like, oh, you know, I'm rich because I'm a Baron. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Zemo. Zemo. Sounds like Count Chocula, like one, two, three million. <laughs> Was that Dave Chappelle? One, two, three smacks. <laughs> one, two, three smacks in your face. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm starting to sound Italian. But uh, <laughs> one, two, three smacks in your face uh, from a Count Zemo. But uh, it's, uh, but I just like how he has like a butler. <laughs> yeah. 
who's also the pilot of the plane. I am not sure. <laughs> Is he the pilot? We never see anyone piloting that thing. I was uh, like, you know, hey, you know, we're changing, uh, you know, destinations. But, destination. Uh, <laughs> Zimo is from Trieste now. He's not from uh, Sokovia. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Uh, it, hey, audience, uh, we're, we're going to let you guys into our, um, we're going to call this something exclusive. Uh, Raf and Mike's background corporate conversations. Okay. okay. We're going we're gonna to go on this topic. Yeah. Yeah. Should we change the name of what we binge? Like, how many times have do podcasts usually change their name before they're like lost? Because my only fear is like calling it something other than what we binge is gonna like, you know, leave it in the dust and people aren't gonna find it. Or yeah, I know. I don't know. Thing is, like, uh, I like the ring of what we binge, but I feel like uh, we are. Uh, I, I think when we changed the name from Tipsy Spoilers to What We Binge was a sort of turning point of us being a bit less boozy. But I'm getting more and more boozy as time goes by uh, with our podcast. So I'm wondering, you know, Mike as, they... <laughs> as they booze their way into a, a, a black hole of... Uh... <laughs> but, but it's just... Uh... No, the thing is, I like What We Binge. Um uh there's it's just i feel like we spoil a lot yes and uh which might be also a reason why some listeners don't like listening to us because we spoil everything but it's just uh yeah. you know some people don't care and you're the true believers out there i love you guys but, all 15 uh, of you you 15 yeah all 15 of yours. you yes. who don't give a shit about us spoiling shit uh <laughs> Shit. No, it's like, you know, it is a lot of shit. Shit. <laughs> like, but, uh, you know, deep cut from uh, Eurovision back there. It's like, shit. Imagine Will Ferrell yelling shit in the darkness as whales jump out of the ocean <laughs> and a glacier falls down uh, into the, the sea. But it, it's. And then uh, he sings like in Step Brothers and they all get repaired back together yeah, somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he says, young, yeah. Ding dong, and then everything goes back, and yeah. you know. but uh, it's just like I don't know. Thing is, I, I feel like you know I keep putting spoiler review on each one of our episodes because I know that some people might be like, oh, "It's a spoiler," and <laughs> but I mean, watch you know. the thing. Okay, Disney at this point spoils everything. If you don't see it the day of, yeah, they're gonna post something on like Sunday or Monday. Like yeah. that when they posted Agatha all along, that that surprised the shit out of me. Yeah. They actually posted the song. I'm like, oh, Agatha along. And then like immediately after, the next teaser for WandaVision showed her as a witch already. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Thing is, like, if you do your re if, if you're interested in a TV show, you're gonna look for trailers. You're gonna look for snippets, like little featurettes and stuff. Uh, for sure, like you're gonna like they studios put out so much information that you can guess whatever's happening in the movie, but right. then some movies like I mean or TV shows like the Falcon and the Winter Soldier like I don't really care what the secrets are I just enjoy watching it because I like these characters, uh, but but it's just like you know um, I don't get the whole I know some people get really like the whole Game of Thrones you know era of don't spoil it don't don't spoil this don't spoil that I feel like, that's like yeah. uh i feel like 
you know, let's get over it, guys. <laughs> it's yeah. just a fucking TV show. Even yeah, though but, I love these fucking TV shows. But is, I mean, I like, yeah, that, that culture of like intense fandom is starting to die. And somebody like Kathleen Kennedy with Star Wars, she's kind of like latching onto that, the whole idea that, you know, in order to like be acceptable and be what you were meant to be, you kind of have to let fandom die. But you, you, I, I, there, there is still a place to be like a core yeah. audience member, but it's like, my belief is you shouldn't be an asshole. At the same time, being an asshole allows things for like the Snyder Cut to exist. Yeah, that's true. Because WB, like, they actually admit, <laughs> no, like the CEO, Thank you, CEO assholes. yeah, CEO <laughs> and CEO of of Warner Brothers, they actually fully admitted that like they're not bringing back the Snyder first. The Snyder cut was just kind of like a little tidbit for all you people asking, but they're not going to like restore it just to like bend mm -hmm. at the whim of like the assholes. Like there are people out there, like reasonable people, that want the Snyderverse re reinstated or want their way, but if you kind of push too much, then you affect other people and you affect different risks being taken. Like yeah. my belief is that this whole restore the Snyderverse campaign has affected new gods and the trench from being produced. And I was looking forward to those two movies from Warner brothers. I was looking forward to Ava DuVernay's take. I was looking forward to James Wan's like basically like low budget horror take on Aquaman. But um, because there's this whole Snyderverse like green statement thing, you know, we'll, we'll get what we want, but you know, like at what cost? Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, but uh, I think, you know, as far as the Snyderverse goes, I think it's, it, it, it is essentially done except for those, you know, individual Aquaman movies and yeah. Wonder Woman movies. Uh, you know, and I don't think there's ever going to be another bad flick movie, except uh, I think he has a cameo. He's going to, he's going to appear in uh, the flash, uh, yeah. you know, except for those other superheroes that are going to have their own movies. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if we're ever going to see a justice league two. Uh, you know, unless it's like a, another HBO max uh, four hour spectacular, but <laughs> it's just yeah. uh I, I don't know. They might get another guy who wants to do his own thing, but maybe following. Because uh, I know that I've heard that Zack Snyder is not interested at all in coming back to the to the DC universe. And uh, yeah, I feel like he just doesn't want to deal with like the infrastructure. But it yeah. all depends on the people you work with. Like Warner yeah. Brothers is changing hands a lot, and I think while on the DC side, you know, there's a lot of disagreements of what's going on. Everything else Warner Brothers is handling is doing pretty well like all the other mm -hmm. stuff on like all the other dealings with hbo and hbo max uh i'm well, liking what i'm seeing i have, I have one one exception to that uh, okay. one exception to that the right. uh, the uh, fantastic beasts uh franchise uh, uh we'll see what they do with the third fantastic beasts movie uh without johnny depp i'm guessing so yeah. uh it's mads mickelson oh really? shit yeah is it mads mickelson yeah, Matt Mickelson is replacing um, Johnny Depp. Oh, shit. Dude, why uh, didn't they go with him in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. All right. By the way, uh, Florence I'm so happy just... about... I'm sorry, Johnny Depp. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm, I'm just saying the <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, the episode I was watching, just ended. It ended with uh, the lady from the first, uh, from Civil War, the mm -hmm. 
Dora Milaje, that was like you. The Dora Milaje, who's who, you know, she's the one who 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 bows really fast, right? <laughs> she's like, Mm-mm. she does like a double head nod, like yes, you know, my king, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> and also, like, I was wondering if it, <laughs> there's like a tremor or something in the earth, going like, Mm-mm. you know. <laughs> because <laughs> she she busted two people in like one second essentially yeah. <laughs> it's like you know she's just like like nod your head nod your you know just, can we just make this to a will smith like fan podcast at this point <laughs> like i think i have to mention will smith at least once a week you know just like once every episode it's like yeah. uh, you know we'll bring back his uh acting slash musical uh talents uh, yeah. <laughs> Instead of just watching him on Red Table Talk talk about his feelings, because uh, that's how I felt at the time, and I'm like, ah, oh, just shoot something, just shoot a zombie, come on. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Uh, you know, just you know, hey, you know, you are a legend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, but but it's just, uh, how how'd you feel at the end of this episode, man? Well. After uh, after all this all this uh, chilled uh, white uh, Chardonnay, I don't know what you're having. Is it Chardonnay? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it was a good episode. Fancy. I wouldn't call it. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I wouldn't consider this like a, this might be an extra long episode. I'm probably not going to edit this one. Sorry. Whatever. Man. It's fine. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Whatever happened to that guy? Who cares anyway? <laughs> Yeah, what did happen to him? Is he still doing? I think he has a podcast. That's what happened to him. He's he's on our level now. He's on our level. I think. uh, Oh yeah. Oh, Falcon Winter Soldier. So, Mm -hmm. just finishing the episode, I think I wouldn't call it a filler episode entirely, but I feel like like there wasn't like a like any big reveals or anything Mm -hmm. except for right at the end. Um, just kind of. I would say continuing the story, but nothing really like revelation-ish. Like I, yeah. I thought it was a big deal last me- that last week that they brought in Isaiah Bradley uh, yeah. from the week before. It's like like you you were right that you know this isn't the show where there's like theories to be had. This is more of like the like a casual show, you know. And like this feels good. This feels like an upgraded version of like a CBS show. Like if you took a CBS procedural and like mm-hmm. upgraded it to this, I mean, I like this. I, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna watch it with um, my fiance, like see what the details were that I missed. But for the most part, yeah, Sharon Carter is back. Uh, Baron Zemo's back. A lot of people are back, and they all fit into the story. Thank God, and they're not just thrown in there. Yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, well, it all makes sense. Uh, it, it all makes sense, and uh, it all comes together really well. And you know that you know Baron Zemo, uh, he actually killed the previous king of Wakanda. So it kind of makes sense that if he breaks out, someone yeah. from Wakanda is going to be like, "We got to take you know, we got to take him out." Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's um, my highlight personal my personal highlight favorite part of these three episodes is the staring contest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> in episode two it's like are you guys having a staring contest like it's like you know yeah i um i i like 
you know, some, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mackey. Um, Anthony Mackey. Yeah. Anthony Mackey. And Sebastian, and Sebastian Stan. Stan. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian. Like they, they, they have a lot of really good chemistry. Like, you know, you could tell that from Civil War. Well, I can kind of tell that from the MCU. Like, um, yeah. there, there are certain auditions. I, I don't know if they do that with the MCU, but it feels like they do it. There are certain auditions that uh, casting directors will have called like chemistry. I think mm-hmm. they're called like chemistry challenges or chemistry castings. Yeah. And it feels like they did like a good amount of that for the MCU. Like they actually made effort to make sure everyone yeah. would like blend you together. Know, I, I'm going to tell you in some way, you know, Kong Skull, Skull Island yeah. is where we saw uh, Loki. I mean, the actor who plays Loki, what's his name? Yeah. Tom Hiddleston mm-hmm. and Brie Larson in the same movie. They had some good chemistry there. But I would say that Brie Larson does not always have good chemistry with the other MCU guys. You know what's funny? You're not the first person that I've heard that said that. You're, I, I'm hearing I've it seen like... Inter- also, yep. there are some real nitpickers on the internet who go through all the interview footage for Endgame where yeah. you have Brie Larson with uh, Jeremy Renner. And whenever Brie Larson speaks, like Jeremy Renner looks like he's, he, he wants to shoot himself in, in the head yeah. or something. It's just like, oh, oh my God. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but, well, maybe this is an excuse to have like a Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston movie. I don't know. Loki and Captain Marvel in the same movie. I know. The thing is maybe, I mean, I saw Skull Island a while ago, so I can't really, yeah. you know, I saw all the Godzilla movies recently, but I didn't see... Uh, skull island recently but i felt i it didn't i don't remember that being an issue but i feel like uh brie larson has some moments in the mcu where she really shines but most of her moments are not uh maybe it's because of the writing because because the editing maybe the directing i don't know but i feel like we still haven't seen uh captain marvel as we should yeah you know just saying <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i have some high ho- i have high hopes for captain marvel too because like uh, rogue is going to be part of that movie and rogue in the comic steals captain marvel's powers and becomes as powerful as she is mm-hmm. as captain marvel is so we'll actually have some conflict where there is an enemy that is equally matched because that mm-hmm. was a problem that Captain Mar- Marvel had because you knew as a fan that she had more power than she was letting on. Yeah. It's just that she didn't know about it. Yeah. And that's so, where kind of like that trope you know, would actually. There were no stakes. stakes. No stakes were there to be had. Yeah. And I mean, you know? like in the, in the past where that was considered a trope where the hero would fight the evil version of himself, like Hulk and Abomination, Killmonger, Black Panther, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a situation where it would actually work for it. Because either that or Captain Marvel will have to fight somebody psychologically. Because Captain Marvel, at this, as of now... She's only fought someone psychologically, really. Yeah, but she's kind of the the MCU's uh, Superman. And right now, the Superman and Lois show is working because it's dealing more with, like, yeah, he can do this and that, but, like, he sucks as a dad. Like Captain Marvel is gonna have some need something like that. She to needs last. to be brought down to earth. Well, the thing is, like she, you know, they try to make it look like she was a shitty friend, but like she didn't remember, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, 
like if she has amnesia how how much can you blame her for be for not being there for her friend and and uh and her friend's daughter right so you know it, it it's sort of like and then when she realizes that she's more powerful than than she thought uh which everyone knew about except her uh <laughs> <laughs> you know the, it's not thing is like the the action set pieces are really great in captain marvel but there there aren't any stakes really the only time where you feel stakes is when uh, not monica rambo but her mom uh Je- what's her name can't remember uh maria maria rambo like when she's spy- when she's flying that plane and she's in a you know a, i guess like a dog fight with this alien lady played by uh Gemma chan uh yeah. there you can see like okay so it's like two spaceship like one plane and one spaceship and they're like you know they're they're actual stakes there right because you feel like the alien spaceship obviously has more power i guess than than the human one so right. the earth the earth one uh but like you know brie larson except for that one moment where thanos gets the power storm and punches her in the face yeah every other moment she is like above and all like overpowered compared to everybody else except right. maybe scarlet witch because scarlet witch could probably change the properties of her powers or whatever because she can change reality or whatever but yeah. but it's just like you know there you know the, the, there's no challenge there really mm-hmm. which which is what makes her a boring character <laughs> yeah i feel like she's gonna have to go against because there's like several versions of captain marvel and they're kind of building it up right now to where those yeah. other versions are going to exist like spectrum and I know there was a Captain Marvel before her as Captain Marvel. Yeah. But it's like, they're, they're, it, it's like what I thought they should have done with like Man of Steel 2 if they ever got around to making it is like yeah. having Superman be surrounded by the other super people. Like that, that's, you, you can have people on his level that can like deal with like the emotional weight of each other's whatever they have to deal with. You know, you could have Superman and yeah. Supergirl and Crypto and Super whatever. And, what a shack play steel yeah what's like uh, i have an example that could help the next captain marvel people to to you know think about jessica jones the netflix tv show she was she has like super strength or something uh but the bad guy in the first season was a guy who can controls people who can control people's minds just by saying things it's just like do this do that and then they do it so like you know, I feel like they were trying to get somewhere like to get to somewhere like that in the first movie where it was just like, oh, you know, they brainwashed her into thinking that she's like a Cree, like everybody else. And, you know, and uh, they have this chip to, you know, I, I can't remember what they said the excuse for the chip was, but the real excuse was that it was limiting her powers or something. <laughs> but I can't remember. I think they said, oh, we gave you your powers, you know, through this chip. Or something like that it's not the same thing you know i felt that like you know if you want to do a strong female character who's overpowered do it like they did for jessica jones mm-hmm. you know it's more surreptitious than just being someone who has like an equal like a hammer that has the, you know a, like a hammer that's the same size as, as she does right <laughs> although uh you know rogue her powers are, you know, she can steal other people's powers and take them as, as her own. Uh, 
that's super interesting to me. Super interesting and really cool. And hopefully Captain Marvel will shine as a character instead of like everybody else in the fucking movie. Yeah. It's like everybody else in the fucking movie was better than, you know, felt like a more compelling character than Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, I th- think is they tried to play each chord, but they played the, played them wrong. You know, that whole part, like, you know, I fall down and then I get up again because that's who I am. thing is like, I get that. I really get that message, but they didn't do it right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> because it didn't feel like she actually fell down because she's like, so fucking overpowered i feel like that's so, the benefit yeah. of marvel trying to set up a universe is that whatever they don't do now they can do five years from now if they so feel like it or 10 years like whatever mm-hmm. they don't set up in terms of character development or like powers or anything now it's like you set up a universe then basically you're gonna like force people to have to keep up with you and you're yeah. gonna keep them sucked in until you finally give one character finally some yeah. depth <laughs> what's well, like i just thought of something i have a comparison between the snyder cut and captain marvel are you ready to listen yes. to this parallel so you know how Cy- uh, cyborg you know in the snyder cut they establish how hard and powerful the mother boxes are right and how hard it is to control them and how whatever right like they never did that with the uh, Cree computer, whatever it was called. Like, you know, the one that tries to control Captain Marvel. They never established how powerful it was. Yeah. It wasn't like, and when she sort of breaks down those psychic barriers that, that you know, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, you know, the Cree, you know, living whatever, living mind or big brain or whatever. Like they didn't establish how powerful it was. So like when she she rebels against the machine like it doesn't feel like it's that much of a deal right whereas like when you look at the comparison between the justice league by joss whedon and uh the snyder cut like in the justice league they didn't show how powerful how hard it is medley to control those mother boxes but they did in the snyder cut so I feel like, you know, there are a lot of things that probably goes into editing and maybe studio or, you know, but then thinking about all the other successes that Marvel has had, like, I don't see how uh, Kevin Feige is to blame about this. I don't know. It is because he's the big boss, right? But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but still, it's, <laughs> but, but it's, it, it's uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> no, that was great. That was a great way to end this one. Peace out. Meet us Peace on out. Breaker and See you Spotify next week. We're going to have some random movies for you guys next week. Breaker, Spotify, <laughs> podcast. One. Yeah, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Audible, TuneIn, Verbal, Bullhorn, Overcast, Radio Public, CastBox, other places. <laughs> We're also on Instagram at what we binge. We might change it. You don't know. But it's still what we binge until next week for sure. So maybe we should do like a, a thing, right? So we ask people like, what do you think we should be called? And then they'll be like, Ugh, I don't care. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, peace. Peace. <laughs>